0: This podcast sponsored by Cherry Hill Volvo. At Cherry Hill Volvo, we have absolutely incredible offers, incredible offers, and a plethora of both new and certified Volvos from which to choose. Join Cherry Hill Volvo for the pricing and attention you deserve. I am Judith Krupnik, president of Cherry Hill Volvo. Tune in is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively sports.
1: That clock at four. Donchich.
2: The step back. Three. You Music. You set my world on
3: fire.
0: And even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here on TuneIn. Go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening.
2: WPHD WPHD HD, HD3, Philadelphia. From the Cherry Hill Volvo Studios, where relationships matter. Always live on the free Odyssey app. The revolution will be broadcast. This is the next generation of talk. Now on Talk Radio 1210 wphd Rich Zioli.
4: Bad, bad polls for Joe Biden. I mean, really, really bad, horrible, no good, very bad polls for Joe Biden. As uh, James O'Keefe has a new video out with a White House official saying they really want to get rid of Kamala so they can get rid of Joe, because that is how it has to go. Welcome back to the show. Glad you are here today. 855-839-1210 on Twitter at Rich And the conservative world is now divided over whether or not Taylor Swift is a government psyop. I kid you not. This is an actual battle going on in social media. Where conservatives are fighting with each other over this, so I will get into that with you before the show is over. And don't forget, I'm filling in for the great one, Mark Levin, tonight, six to nine p.m. And I, the show, we, this is the Zioli Show, we have a very special announcement that we are going to make. At what time do you want to make the announcement, uh, Henry? What time do you think? Four twenty-two, five. Keep people listening. Yeah, I was going to say drive at five would probably five, be the best. Tw- five twenty-five. Sure. All right. Huge announcement. Big announcement at 525. Okay. Huge. Big time. It's not I'm not going back to mornings. I'm not leaving I'm not doing anything like nothing like that. Uh it's a we have our own contest that we're gonna be announcing at five twenty-five today. And it's gonna be huge. All right? It's gonna be awesome. And if you have any ideas on what we should do for our contest. You could weigh in on Twitter at Rich Zioli. We'd love to have you. I, I got some. I got some thoughts already from some tweets today. But we'll um, we'll announce that at five twenty five p.m. today. All right. So we'll do that. And um, let's see. I think Ornery Hounds put it best when he said Zuck earned more during the time allotted for today's hearing than most people earned in a year. He popped in. He prepped and played in the, his role. He was shamed publicly. Now it's done. I doubt the shaming impacted him. He has a sociopathic presence. This is now behind him. Here's here's the thing. And I think a lot of times politics is is it's theater. It's theater of the absurd sometimes. Somebody once said to me, Washington is Hollywood for ugly people. A lot of what the Republican senators are doing today is freaking grandstanding. I'm just telling you, it's 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 grandstanding, so they can look tough yelling at Mark Zuckerberg. They know nothing's gonna come out of it. But the problem is they are playing right into the hands of the left who wants to regulate the Internet and regulate online content and has already been doing those things. I get frustrated when Republicans play this game. And I know it's tempting because you can put a little 60 second thing on Twitter and everybody's going to cheer you on because everybody hates Mark Zuckerberg and they hate big tech. And it's, you know, my kids are online all day and yeah, bravo. But the problem is this is what the left is hoping that they will do. And then turn around and go, so we can all agree we need a disinformation board, we need hate speech codes, we need online bullying codes, we need we need we need to do all those things, right? Right? We 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 all agree. Since you're yelling at Mark Zuckerberg, you you agree with us, right? This is the problem. We're playing right into their hands. And I and and I I you know, I I listen to this and I think these tech CEOs are gonna go back, maybe they'll write some checks like Big Tobacco did. How's Big Tobacco doing out of curiosity? Are they Are they out of business? I know it's getting harder and harder to find a pack of cigarettes these days. There's probably more to do about the fact that a lot of places just don't want to deal with the crime. They don't sell them. But people are still smoking. So what happened with the big tobacco settlement? Government got a lot of cash. Government got a lot of cash. Cigarettes went on. So when you compare big tech to cigarettes, let me tell you how this plays out. Ready? Let me put my cynical Philly Jersey guy hat on for a moment and say, this is how this plays out. Ready? Maybe the social media companies will also write a big check and create a commission. Then they'll have a bipartisan commission to study this. And, and if you are a believer in liberty, you will want it to be shut down immediately before it leads to the government taking control of the internet. Because that's where all this is headed. We are head- they're trying already to do this in the name of equity and everything else to take control. They're trying already. You were a bully when you went out there and shamed people for getting the COVID vaccine. You were a bully. So stop playing into their hands. It's not worth a 60 second soundbite. I'm sorry, Ted Cruz, but it's not. You know, yes, child exploitation is bad. We all agree it's bad. We know it's bad. We know it's illegal. We all get that. I get it. You get it. We all get it and I understand you want to yell at Mark Zuckerberg and you you look great doing it, rah, rah, yeah, go. All you're doing is playing into the hands of the regulators and the left. You are just just asking them to have the government come in and fix this. When are we going to learn our lesson here? At what point do we learn our lesson that when you turn around and have the government come in and try to solve a problem, it makes it worse for conservatives. Conservatives and libertarians pay the price every single time. Every time there's not a single instance where we've given the government more power in the name of keeping us safe that it hasn't affected our side of the aisle, our side of the political aisle, I should say, the political spectrum aisle. Every time, not a single time I can tell you it's resulted in more liberty for me or for you. Um here's and I'm disappointed Mike I haven't heard the whole Mike Lee thing yet, so let me with, withhold judgment, but Senator Mike Lee um, went after Mark Zuckerberg as well today, and you know I love Mike Lee i i I think he's one of the absolute best senators we have. him and Rand Paul are outstanding, but this is uh this is uh Mike Lee from today. go ahead
1: you for a moment, Mr. Zuckerberg. Instagram recently announced that it's going to restrict all teenagers from access to uh, uh, eating disorder material suicidal. Ideation-themed uh, material, self-harm content, and that's fantastic. Uh, that's great. Um, what's, what's odd, what, what I'm trying to understand is why it is that Instagram is um, only restricting. It's, it's restricting access to, to uh, sexually explicit content, but only for teens ages 13 to 15. Uh, why not restrict it for sixteen and seventeen year olds as well uh,
5: Senator? My understanding is that we don 't allow sexually explicit content uh, on on the service for people of any age um, the the um how is that going uh, you know our our uh, our prevalence metrics suggest that w- I think it's 99% or so of the content that we remove, we're able to identify automatically using AI systems. So I think that our efforts in this, while they're not perfect, I think are industry leading. Um, the, the other. Th-
4: well, Mike Lee wasn't that bad there. Not as bad as I think um, Josh Hawley is. Uh, uh, and again, I, I know you're a politician. I know you're running for office. I, I know you got to raise money. I know this is all big grandstanding and this looks great and this is you know what the crowd wants to hear because that crowd in that room wanted blood today. But I'm just telling you right now, you are enabling what is inevitable, the inevitable government takeover of the Internet, of social media and content. You heard Mike Lee talk about how Instagram's not allowing this content, that content, that content that can easily be. We're not allowing uh, content that, that uh, says climate change isn't real we're not we're not allowing people to see content that says the covid vaccine has uh is not is not effective we're not allowing content that says that i mean you could go on and on with this you you know this right i mean i'm not telling you anything you don't know but anyway here's josh hawley cut three
1: so you didn't take any action you didn't take any action you didn't fire anybody you haven't compensated a single victim let me ask you this let me ask you this there's families of victims here today have you apologized to the victims would I'm, you like to do so now? Well, They're here, you're on national television. Would you like now to apologize to the victims who have been harmed by your product? Show them the pictures. Would you like to apologize for what you've done to these good people? I, 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 I'm sorry for everything that you've done. It's
5: terrible. No one got to go through the things that your families have suffered. And this is why we invested so much and are going to continue uh, doing industry leading efforts to make sure that no one has to go through the types of things that your families have had to suffer.
1: You know, why, Mr. Zuckerberg, why should your company not be sued for this? Why is it that you can claim, you hide behind a liability shield, you can't be held accountable?
4: All right, um, if you go down that road, you're going to have the government take control. There's just no doubt about it. All right, uh, Christopher Ray also talked about China today, and the FBI director gave an ominous warning about China's cyber threat to the United States homeland and national security. Cut number four.
0: By ...what we're up against. The PRC has a bigger hacking program than that of every major nation combined. In fact... In fact, if you took every single one of the FBI's cyber agents and intelligence analysts and focused them exclusively on the China threat, China's hackers would still outnumber FBI cyber personnel by at
2: least 50 to one.
4: It's a lot of a lot of Chinese hackers there. So let's turn our attention to some polls that came out today, because huh? they are not good news for Joe Biden. bah! these are bad devastating set of polls shows trump comfortably ahead of biden in seven of the most important swing states seven all right according to seven separate surveys conducted in north carolina nevada georgia wisconsin michigan pennsylvania and arizona trump boasts leads in every single one every single one let me say those states again north carolina nevada georgia wisconsin michigan Pennsylvania and Arizona, Trump has a lead in every single one. Trump's widest margin of victory would come in the only one of those states that he won in 2020, North Carolina. He's up by 10. Nevada and Georgia, he's up by eight. Wisconsin and Michigan, he's up by five. Pennsylvania, he's up by three. Arizona, he's up by three. Trump won in every single one of those states back in 2016. But lost everyone except for uh, North Carolina four years later. Well, leaving aside cheating and dead people voting for a second, I think if people change their mind about Trump from 2016 to 2020, they're going to change it back. I do. I really believe that. If, if there is, and I know, because I, I know people who did, they voted for him in uh, 2016 and then in 2020 they didn't like his tweets, they thought he was mean, and but they couldn't stand Hillary Clinton. But they're voting for Trump again. So they realized they were wrong. Made a huge mistake. So you can keep the dead from voting. If you can make sure that the, they can't steal the election, you can make sure mail-in ballots are actually legit and that Republicans embrace it and do the right thing and actually use that. I think people who voted for Joe Biden legitimately in 2020 are 100, not 100%, but they are going to change their mind. I'm not talking about hardcore Democrats. I'm talking about the people that went for Trump in 2016, and then did not go for him in 2020. For whatever reason, they now regret it. You know, a lot of people just hated Hillary Clinton, and they said, Joe Biden's not Hillary Clinton. I said that. Remember, I was warning you back in 2020. I I kept saying, be careful because Joe Biden's not Hillary. You know, people don't hate him the way they hate her. There was a visceral hatred for Hillary Clinton. Well, now they may not hate Biden, but they hate what Biden's done to America. They hate this economy. They hate this the, the, the open borders. They, they hate it. They hate the crime. They hate all of it. So if you are somebody who changed your vote from 2016 to 2020 because you thought, well, it's Biden. It's not Hillary. Now you're dealing with it. You're changing your vote back to Trump. That's the bottom line. The real clear politics average of polls puts, um, uh, it, it's not good. I mean, it's really not good. The average margin of victory Trump over Biden right now is 3.9 percent. 3.9 percent. I mean, at, at this rate, Trump may pick up blue states. He may flip blue states. I'm not kidding. is going to be a disaster. This is going to be a disaster for the Democrats. Trump is in the strongest position he's ever been. Ever. And the case in Georgia is falling apart. Nathan Wade, who is the um, boyfriend of Phony Willis. Nathan Wade is the guy who um, was hired to be the special prosecutor and was getting $700,000 and then taking his gumata, the, the district attorney, out on these lavish cruises and hotels in Napa Valley and wine country and everything else. Well, that guy just settled his divorce. He doesn't have to testify, but that doesn't mean the case is over. Because Georgia knows there's a conflict of interest, and now Georgia is looking to punish the district attorney for this massive conflict of interest. And there's a whole other story that broke today about Fannie Willis. The Washington Free Beacon obtained audio of Fannie Willis telling her top aide um, she was misusing federal funds. Instead of firing the aide, Fannie Willis, Fannie Willis fired the whistleblower. So the whistleblower came to her. Said, listen, your top aide is misusing federal funds. And the whistleblower got fired. The whistleblower got fired. Here's a little bit of the audio from the Washington Free Beacon Cut 5. Five,
0: what we're up against.
3: If you had to give me a sentence, what is the sentence being? Once I told him about his respectfully and in an email about his lack of leadership and the fact that he wanted to do things with grants that were impossible. And I kept telling him, like, we can't do that and questioning stuff, he would take me off projects, tell people I wasn't doing what I was supposed to because I questioned him. Because mm-hmm. I understood, I helped write that grant. I knew what was in that grant. He told everybody in front of Crystal, Deontay, everybody, we're gonna get MacBooks, we're gonna do that, we're gonna get swag, we're gonna use it for travel. I said, you cannot do that. It's a very, very specific grant. He took me off. I questioned Junior DA. There's kids in there from out of the, the, um, the county, all this took me off junior D.A. I did not want to do it. He made it look as if I wasn't doing what I needed to do because I questioned him because I knew for a fact Mr. Cuffey respectfully did not know what he was doing. Period. So I respect that is your assessment. Um, it was clear to me that you and Mr. Cuffey were not getting along and I'm not saying that your assessment is wrong. I want you to really listen to the words I'm saying. Puffy, and this is my personal opinion, to one woman to another, is dangerous to your administration. He tells people, when I reached out to you, he told me, oh, um, you think your word is safe. Um, exactly when you reached out to Miss uh, Willis, she called me and told me. She told me everything. So once you reach out to her, she's going to reach up back out to me. So I didn't even go to HR. Okay, because He put Dexter's something? name on my PDP, and I didn't even feel safe going to anybody. Can I tell you something? Mm-hmm. I have three supervisors that have failed in this building. What's interesting to me, because I'm in a learning curve, too, they each pretend to have a relationship with me that they do not have. Mm-hmm. I guess that's an intimidation tactic. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry that you felt that way. But you, <coughs> Dexter certainly don't have no relationship with uh, right. Michael Cuffey. You were safe to go those places. So the, the person
4: here that uh, is the whistleblower, I, sh- I should have mentioned that to you as well. The, uh, the name of the person is Amanda Thompson who was the Fulton County Juvenile Diversion Programs Manager. And Faunee Willis axed her, axed her, A-X-E-D, axed her after she came to her and told her about this manager who was mishandling federal funds. She didn't deny the allegations, but she fired her, got rid of her, less than a year into her tenure as Fulton County District Attorney. Willis met with Amanda Timpson, an employee in the district attorney's office responsible for giving nonviolent juvenile offenders alternatives to the juvenile court system. During their conversation, a recording of which was reviewed by the Washington Free Beacon, Timpson claimed to Willis that she had been demoted after attempting to stop a top Willis campaign aide from misusing federal grant money meant for a youth gang prevention initiative. According to Timpson, the aide, Michael Cuffey, planned to use part of the $488,000 federal grant Earmarked for the creation of a center for youth empowerment and gang prevention to pay for swag, computers, and travel. He wanted to do things with grants that were impossible, and I kept telling him, like, we can't do that. We're going to get MacBooks. We're going to get swag. We're going to use it for travel. I said, you cannot do that. It's a very, very specific grant. I respect it as your assessment. The district attorney responded, and I'm not saying your assessment is wrong. Later in the conversation, Willis apologized to Timpson and said Cuffy had failed her administration. But less than two months later, Willis abruptly terminated the whistleblower and had her escorted out of the building by seven armed investigators, according to the whistleblower. When she filed the whistleblower complaint the following year, she alleged that wrongful termination had occurred. Willis's office issued a statement describing Timpson as a holdover from the prior administration. who was terminated because of her failure to meet the standards of the new administration. This experience sheds further light on how Fawny Willis, who campaigned on the promise of restoring integrity to the district attorney's office and for going after Donald Trump, has come under fire amid revelations that she tapped her lover, Nathan Wade, to handle the office's racketeering case against former president Donald Trump. Willis is also alleged to have misappropriated taxpayer funds to facilitate her affair with Wade, a married man with scant prosecutorial experience. Jimson, these twin uh, incidents demonstrate a pattern in Fawny Willis's conduct. My case and Nathan Wade's case are very similar when you break them down point by point. ethical violations, abuse of power, and the misuse of county, state, and federal funds. So th- this case is done. I'm telling you right now this case is done. Which is why, when you look at these national polls and Trump is winning in every single of the seven states that matter, Trump is going to win. He's going to beat Joe Biden. He's going to be the next president of the United States of America. Donald Trump is going to win. If Joe Biden's a candidate. And I'm not so sure he's going to be. And when we come back, James O'Keefe posts a video where he talks about somebody in the White House. He talked to a person in the White House. James O'Keefe is wearing a disguise. And this person goes on about how they know they have to make a change. So I'm telling you, this is being discussed uh, openly behind closed doors in D.C. He didn't think that it was James O'Keefe he was telling to, but these conversations are happening. That is the big story of the day, and it's brought to you by Dr. Mike Venaria, VenariaDental.com, V-A-N-A-R-I-A, VenariaDental.com. Go see him today. He's my dentist, and he's a great guy and a great friend and you will love the work of Venaria Dental, VenariaDental.com, and it is a great time to get to Cherry Hill Volvo because Cherry Hill Volvo is having an amazing sale right now. How about a beautiful S sixty courtesy vehicle for less than twenty nine thousand dollars? It's incredibly an incredible opportunity to experience luxury for less. These are courtesy S sixties with less than five thousand miles. They are selling right now for less than twenty nine grand. There are a limited number available, so don't wait on this one. Right now, Cherry Hill Volvo is undergoing a massive renovation to their dealership in order to serve you even better. They're open, they have ample inventory, and they are ready to meet you today. So why not start the year off with a luxury vehicle that you deserve? A Volvo from Cherry Hill Volvo. It's a great time to visit with many incredible incentives available. Again, hurry to Cherry Hill Volvo to get a courtesy S60 Volvo for less than $29,000. Cherry Hill Volvo is the most accessible Volvo dealer to Philly and South Jersey, right across the bridge. Judith, Yosef, and the entire team look forward to meeting you. Cherry Hill Volvo is where relationships matter. Tune In is the audio platform
0: with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court
1: of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. clock at four.
2: Doncic. The step back three, you bet. Music. You set my world on fire. Yes,
0: and even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here on TuneIn. Go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening.
6: After
1: the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice cold reward. Medella, is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight Better than the reward you put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter, and is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Import, Chicago, Illinois.
6: It's over here. After
1: investing billions to light up our network, T-Mobile is America's largest 5G network. Plus, right now you can switch, keep your phone, and we'll pay it off up to $800. See how you can save on every plan versus Verizon and AT&T at T-Mobile.com slash Across America.
2: Up to four lines via virtual prepaid card. I left 15 days. Qualifying unlocked device credit service ported. 90 plus days with device and eligible carrier and timely redemption required. Card has no cash access and expires in six months. The Zioli Show, on your schedule. From Talk Radio 1210 WPHT in the free Odyssey app.
4: Actually, oh I just got a link from Matt DeSantis to the Bloomberg Morning Console poll. This ain't good. This just came out today, Wednesday, January 31st. So let's go through this, shall we? The states that matter, because I don't care about national polls. They're irrelevant. Let's talk about the seven states that will actually decide this election. Let's start with Arizona. We'll go alphabetical. Arizona has Trump up by three. Georgia has Trump up by eight. So the prosecution against him has really hurt him in Georgia. Michigan, Trump's up by five. Nevada, Trump is up by eight. North Carolina, Trump's up by 10. Pennsylvania, Trump's up by three. Wisconsin, Trump is up by five. Republicans don't win Wisconsin. So it's not good. That's not good for Joe Biden. And these polls have been consistent. These are not outliers. These are consistent polls. They're all showing the same thing. You know, you look at the political science of polling and you look at the trends and the trends are what tell you everything you need to know. So James O'Keefe, you know, he does these undercover videos and his O'Keefe media group. So they sat down. He, I guess he put on prosthetics, put on some makeup, dressed up a little bit. And he he met with a top White House cyber official. And James O'Keefe is wearing a disguise. And the guy's name is Charlie Crager, a cybersecurity policy analyst and foreign affairs desk officer in the executive office at the White House. And he brings up Michelle Obama in the conversation and says, "Um, I uh, I had a meeting with Michelle Obama. Someone asked her, will you ever run for office? And she said, no. Emphatically, she was like, I've seen all this S with my husband, what he had to go through, and that does not interest me. But the problem is about how do you remove Kamala Harris from the ticket? Because what kind of message are you going to send to like African American voters? People would be like, What the F? She's a woman and she's multiracial. So how do you get rid of her? Well, I outlined a strategy for you yesterday and what they do. (coughs) Justice Sonia Sotomayor. Is very unhappy on the Supreme Court. So she retires and they say to her, look, uh, you, you can't be Ruth Bader Ginsburg here. You got to retire when we have a Democrat in the White House. They nominate Kamala Harris and the Senate confirms her. They get her off the ticket. Then Joe Biden has a stroke, an epiphany, whatever. And then they can replace him and not have to worry about woke being upset because she just axed the first woman of color vice president. Here's a little bit of James O'Keefe's conversation with him.
5: I work in the White House. So you're, you're pretty high up in the government. Yeah, I'm fairly high up. I'm good at keeping secrets. And so I manage two federal agencies, the State Department and USAID.
2: So when you say sec- it's like security, like you're... Protecting
5: The networks of the federal agencies. that pre- you give all your information yeah. to.
2: The mission is
5: to protect right. yes. information. And he, yeah. sir, we are like the president's voice when we go into meetings in terms of discussing and and promoting the president's priorities. Is he going to be the, the nominee? Yes. Yeah. And she will be the vice president nominee. Yeah. I don't... There was a debate about removing her from the ticket, but... Sadly they did. She can't keep what black staff. The fuck? They quit on her in Mass. But with him, I, yeah, mean, I know. Um, I know. He's got
2: I know. dementia. Uh,
5: yeah, well he's definitely slowing down. But
2: like, they know that he has those issues. I think so. But they're not going the to say it. Shows it. And they're not and willing to say correct. it publicly.
5: And same thing with Kamala Harris is she's not popular, but you can't remove the first black lady to be mm. vice president from the presidential ticket like what kind of message are you going to send to like African American voter how would you spin that people would be like what the f**k like like she's a woman and she's multiracial. I think I think that they're really concerned about us.
2: But they won't say it. Well, I guess if they say it publicly, fighting is is uh no, no. they can't say it publicly. No, no, they've got it. They got to, but to they throw they say. the line. Do they say it privately? But they won't say publicly. Correct.
5: They can't say it publicly. No, no, they've got it. They got to show the line. Do like, they play each privately? I mean, <laughs> I'm just, I'm just telling just, you what I've heard. You're, like, just, yep. you're just telling me the truth. Does it make sense? No, but that's, I mean, that's what I've heard. <laughs> I've had a meeting with Michelle Obama okay. at one point when I was an intern, and she actually, someone asked her, will you ever run for office? And she said no, emphatically. Really? I've seen all the s*** my husband has had to go through, and that does not interest me. <laughs> now,
4: <clears throat> my theory... About Kamala Harris is as good as any other theory. So when you is unhappy in the job, she steps down as Supreme court because uh, she can't risk the fact that she's 70 years old and diabetic. I told you that guy on CNN yesterday, laid it all out. She's 70 years old. She's diabetic. This is going to be Ruth Bader Ginsburg. Trump's going to win. You might have four years, eight years could be 12 years of Republicans in the white house. They will appoint conservative justices, this is exactly, they blame Ruth Bader Ginsburg for overturning Roe v. Wade, you know. that if the notorious RBG had just left when Obama was president, they could have replaced her, but these people die in their chair. And Ruth Bader Ginsburg thought Hillary would win. and I mean, Hillary would appoint a lefty lunatic to take her spot. And I told everybody, I remember telling in 2016, I kept pleading with people, look, if you don't like Trump, you have to vote for him because of the Supreme Court. It doesn't matter if you don't like him. There were people very bitter from that primary between him and Ted Cruz. And I was begging people, please, you got to hold your note, hold your nose, hold your nose. But by all means, you need to vote for him for the United States Supreme Court. And then Ruth Bader Ginsburg died. And then Trump was able to appoint her successor. The point is that Democrats don't want to make that mistake again. So if they put pressure on Sotomayor, then this solves their problem. You put Kamala Harris on the court. She'll get confirmed by the Senate. And then now Biden can step down, and then you just replace him with Gavin Newsom, and you know you roll the dice that hopefully Gavin Newsom can beat Trump because he's younger and doesn't have Biden's failure all over him, and Trump will do, I think, a very good job of what showing what Gavin Newsom's record is really like and exposing all that. But you know, I think, in my opinion, uh, it, it was a mistake to bring him on Fox News, and. Show him all warm and fuzzy. I, I think it was a mistake. I think Gavin Newsom is a, is a snake. He's hiding and he's waiting. He's just waiting for his chance. He's just waiting. And if given the opportunity, he will jump. He will pounce. He will do it. And the Democrats now know Biden's going to lose. And they are terrified of Donald Trump being in the White House for four years as a lame duck who can do whatever he wants. He can do whatever he wants. There's nothing they can do to him. This is the problem. That's the problem. If Michelle Obama doesn't really want to do it, if my friend Susie is correct, then that's that. There's nothing you can, you can do about it. So that would be the easy, easy fix for the Democrats. I know that that theory's out there. But if she doesn't want to do it, she doesn't want to do it. So Gavin's ready to go, you know. And they just have to deal with the Kamala Harris problem. That woman on the video with James O'Keefe said it. You can't just lose the first woman of color like that and expect that the left's not going to freak out because the left's going to freak out. That's the problem. This is what Sonia Sotomayor said as she was whining to college students or law students over the weekend. She went on and on about how unhappy she is in the job. I think this is all a psyop if you ask me. Take a listen.
3: Change happens because people care about moving the arc of the universe towards justice.
4: And it can take time. And it can take frustration. I live in frustration. (laughs) Um, And as you heard, every loss truly traumatizes me in my stomach and in my heart. Um, But I have to get up the next morning and keep on fighting. So... This guy goes on CNN yesterday, and she was speaking at uh, UC Berkeley, by the way. This guy goes on CNN yesterday and says, Justice Sotomayor should consider whether it's time to step down. Josh Barrow said he was surprised that Justice Sonia Sotomayor hasn't retired. He's concerned about the balance of the court. Says now's the right time. Had a discussion on CNN this morning about it. Points out that she's almost 70 years old. She's Been on the court for 15 years. She has diabetes. Her health is not well. He says now would be the right time for her to step down if she was truly concerned about the country and the direction, Can truly concerned about the makeup of the court. Seems like that it would be the right time strategically for her to step down in favor of somebody younger if she's concerned about the political balance on the court. And they had this whole discussion about it on CNN. And I'm sorry, I, I you know me, I don't believe in coincidences. I don't believe in coincidences. I am Don Corleone like this. I don't believe it's it happens like that. We, we, we like to say people kind. That's well, not the not right woman. It's on label right. More inclusive. Shoot. That one said I'm a superstitious man. Oh well. That one that was obviously Fidel Castro's son, but I was trying to do uh, Don no, Corleone. No. It was Pierre Trudeau's son. It was definitely Fidel Castro's son that I just played. You heard it. <laughs> Do you not hear that? We we, we like to say people
6: kind, not necessarily mankind, because it's more inclusive. That is the son of Pierre
4: Trudeau. That was definitely not Don Corleone. (laughs) That I can agree with, yes. That was definitely not Don Corleone. We can all agree with that, right? Yes, yes. Henry, that one is mislabeled.
6: I don't know what to do about that. I'll (laughs) re-upload it, I guess.
4: I mean, I don't care.
6: (laughs) I mean, the people kind one is still people kind, I think.
4: Yeah, I don't know. I mean, it doesn't matter. Let's see if it's a, Maybe it's this one. Hang on. I'm a
2: superstitious this man. This is it. And if some unlucky accident should befall him, if he should get shot in the head by a police officer, or if he should
4: hang himself in his jail cell, or if he's struck by a bolt of lightning. So, anyway, CNN's having this conversation, not because they're just having this conversation. They're having this conversation because they're told to have this conversation. Start putting it in the ether, start getting it out there. Maybe it won't happen. But if it does happen, don't be shocked. Don't be shocked. Because the problem for them is they would, they, would, they would drop Joe Biden tomorrow. But Kamala Harris is worse. And they know that. And Donald Trump is going to beat Joe Biden like a drum in this next election. I'm telling you, don't doubt me on this. He's going to win. And all the cheating in the world is not going to stop it. It's not. It's just not going to. It doesn't matter if there's another pandemic. It, it just doesn't matter. I don't care if a dead rise up, it does, no, it does, he's going to win. He's going to win. Republicans just have to do, embrace mail and balloting in the states that matter. And he, and he wins. They can't, they can't steal it this time. There's no way. I, they cannot. These polls are too, his lead is too great. They can't. They know they can't. That's why they're panicking. There's nothing they can do. We're all not going to be locked in our homes again. Even if there is another pandemic, we're still not going to fall for it. So, I mean, unless people are dropping dead in the streets, we're not going to fall for it. So I, I it's it it's oof, bad, really bad. 855-839-1210 is on Twitter, at Rich Zioli, if you want to weigh in. And this is the Big Story of the Day today, brought to you by Dr. Mike Venaria. VenariaDental.com, my dentist, my friend, the master of dental implants, Dr. Mike Venaria. Go see him today. So how do you stop cyberbullying with kids? Can you stop cyberbullying with kids and... Should we renew the FISA law, which gives the government the ability to spy on American citizens? And what about that awful beheading in Pennsylvania? Why did it take YouTube six hours to remove the video? All that straight ahead.
2: Thanks for listening to the Seoli Show podcast from Talk Radio 1210 WPHD and the Odyssey app.
4: You want everybody to fall asleep? I like it, but it's a little low energy for you of all people. There we go i'm a fool to do your dirty work just kidding oh, yeah. i love steely Dan. i, I do too actually Shocked that you know who they are makes me happy gives me hope yeah gives me hope I feel like a lot of people my age like steely Dan. Oh, yeah. are they are they back now are they in yeah i'd say they're in it's good
6: tony soprano helps a lot of sopranos fans there's a scene where tony's driving to this to this song, mm. I think that turned a lot of people on to him. Do
4: you think it turned a lot of people back on a journey? The Sopranos. I, I don't.
6: Mean? I don't know if Journey ever left. Okay, that's fair.
4: Um, a buddy of mine for his birthday every year he plays uh, "Hey 19 for his birthday. You know what I mean? Whenever he because he feels like he's getting older. Yeah. So, um. Very nice. Good stuff. All right. I got nothing left, so might as well just hang out. We'll Six o'clock. That's, <laughs> that's nice not feeling good. For Levin. You've got a ways to go. Tapped out. <laughs> got to be on the air till nine. So we have our own contest. We're going to announce at 525 today uh, what we're going to do. Our big, our big contest that we're going to give away to one lucky listener of the show. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> we're going to do that. A little bit later in the show. Oh, um, you see now John Kerry stepped down as the climate czar? You know who's taking his place, Matt DeSantis? No. Who's that? John Podesta. Oh. John Podesta. Which now suddenly I'm craving a slice of pizza. I don't know why. I'm always craving pizza. That's why. Oh, just kidding. Relax. Lighten up, people. White House Senior Advisor John Podesta will replace John Kerry as U.S. Special Climate Change Envoy. He announced earlier this month he would step down from the top climate job to work on President Joe Biden's re-election campaign. Podesta is like one of those people that just never goes away. He's like something at the bottom of a shoe, and he never goes away. It's Amazing to me. That's still like how a lot of these people are. They just keep turning up. Uh, Disneyland posted a woke wheel of privilege in the employee kitchen, and then they removed it after people complained, and there was a Daily Wire inquiry about it. Things like this make people feel unwelcome. It destroys the magic. Posters featuring a wheel of power slash privilege were hung in employee spaces in Disneyland instructing employees that being white, cisgender male, and even speaking English means you have unearned privilege that your marginalized coworkers do not, according to images obtained by the Daily Wire. I got news for you. If you can afford to go to Disneyland, you have privilege. Congratulations. That should be the definition right there. You can afford to take your family to Disneyland or Disney World. You, my friend, have privilege because it's a lot of money. It's a whole lot of cash.
6: Apparently, it's so complicated to go to Disney now that people are hiring. Um, I guess uh, some sort of outside travel. No, that's advisor. what we did.
4: What well, Mark Teruso You know Mark Teruso in yeah. sales, great guy. His wife Jen. That's what she does. She books Disney trips for people. Oh wow! And hmm. you got to do it. They don't charge you anything. They get a commission. You have to do it because it's a complicated thing. You got to book your meals. You got to figure out, you know, your dinner times and you got to time it with the when you can go on this ride and that ride. And it's a whole thing. I w- it's it, it's too complicated. Don't go back there. Don't do it. But I'm just saying it's...
6: Yeah, apparently if you don't use a travel advisor, you end up wasting thousands of dollars potentially.
4: Yeah, Jen did a great job for us. I, I, I mean, really, truly. But even with Jen's help, I made the mistake at one point of... I told you I I ordered a bourbon, you know. It, it, oh yeah, I at the Magic Kingdom they don't have um, alcohol. I think one place does. And then in the their version of Epcot, which is the California Adventureland, they do. And I went to a, a bar in the middle of the day, <laughs> drown my sorrows, and I had an old fashioned with a big ball of ice in it. And then I wanted a just a a, a bourbon on the uh, you know just a little bourbon with a with a big ice cube in it. And they charge me $4 and 25 cents for that ice cube. Jeez. $4 and 25 cents. Now, if you can afford a $4 and 25 cent ice cube, (laughs) you, my friend, have privilege. The poster asks, why should we accept that we have privileges? It provides no answer. By accepting that we have privileges, we can see that not everyone sees the world from our perspective and that we have privileges in our life that have hindered our awareness of the world. Privilege can be based on a variety of different social identities, such as race, gender, religion, socioeconomic status, ability status, sexuality, age, education level, and more. Within, within the U.S., members of social groups that hold privileges, white, male, wealthy, able bodied, etc., have historically held dominance and power over targeted groups. And I love too how Disney Disney just announced that they are raising the price of their Disney Plus subscription. So if you want to have your kids brainwashed with Disney propaganda, it's going to cost you an extra few bucks a month. But again, if you can afford that, you may have privilege. <laughs> I'm just i using I'm using the Disneyland wheel of privilege just as my example there. You know what I'm saying? They announced that change yesterday, as a matter of fact. So have you seen those commercials for the Apple Vision Pro? This is a headset. I guess this is Apple's alternative to the Oculus headset that Meta rolled out. And I'm sitting there with my son the other day, Patrick, watching the game and thinking to myself, my God, this is the future. Our kids are going to be running around wearing these things all day, living in a different world. And forget so, you know, forget texting with their friends or being on social media. They're going to be going into these worlds together. And you talk about not having any oversight of what goes on in those worlds, unless you as a parent put a headset on and you're sitting there with them in that place. Good, good luck. Apple's Vision Pro, they say it's the best headset yet. You, it's virtual reality. So you put it on and you experience a virtual world and you can do all kinds of different things. You can hike a mountain, you can exercise, you can do all kinds, you can have relations.
6: <laughs> I didn't see that description. Ew. Well, you know that's coming. <laughs> you know it's coming. I thought the coolest app was uh, this one called Crouton, which is a, uh, apparently an application designed specifically for this headset that walks you through the cooking process, so you can make all these delicious recipes as if you're a chef. And it uses graphics, um, courtesy of that pop up in front of you, courtesy of it, these it uses goggles, augmented reality. Yeah, yeah. Um,
4: it's it's pretty neat. What is the difference between virtual reality and augmented reality? Augmented reality is you're still seeing all of your surroundings. Oh, so it's like Tony Stark's glasses, yes. in other words. Yeah, okay. exactly. Okay, that yeah. makes sense.
6: So, for, for example, if you're boiling water, or, or sorry, if you're cooking pasta, you throw it into the water, it needs to be 10 minutes. You can actually put a timer on that pot through this augmented reality. Uh, it tells you, you know, your 10 minutes is up and you need to remove the pasta.
4: Or you can just well take a piece and... <laughs> throw it against the wall and see if it's done well, like everybody else. I, it helps you through the cooking process in other ways that's You know what I you simplistic. know what I'll do instead? I'll just set a timer for 10 minutes versus paying $3700 for this freaking thing. Cuz that's what it, that's the opening price on this. Oh, I'm sorry, 3500. $3499 Vision Pro. And they're saying it's going to be a privacy nightmare.
6: Yeah. Apparently, um, because you're wearing it in your household, it's got the capabilities of mapping your home and knowing what other devices are present. Um, And it'll fight those devices? (laughs) I don't know if it'll fight the devices, but there was also, uh, the the Washington Post actually reported this, that because you're wearing this Vision Pro all day long, theoretically, it picks up on your mannerisms, um, which are as individualistic as a thumbprint, so they'd be able to tell. Uh, I guess as, uh, they're able to identify you better than if you were just walking around with a cell phone. Obviously, mm-hmm. so if you just throw on like a, one of these Vision, pro, just a random Vision Pro, um, it'll Apple will be able to identify you theoretically as you know Rich Zioli because of the mannerisms you're using with that specific Pro versus the mannerisms you used on one that you had worn previously.
4: I don't know anything you just said, but it, all I know is that I'm not spending 3,500 bucks on it. <laughs> That's what I know. Uh, all right, well, we'll uh, we'll monitor that developing story for you. Tell me if you're going to spend 3,500 bucks, let me know. And speaking of Big Tech, a judge has ordered Elon uh, Tesla to undo Elon Musk's fifty six billion dollar pay package. As the government continues its uh, war against Elon Musk for making Twitter an open platform, that just came out. A few moments ago and the other thing too that i wanted to mention when we're talking about woke is the question of whether or not um william shatner is right because i think he is and he scolded the european union over their plan to censor gendered language in an iconic star trek intro so we'll grab that audio for you as well of William Shatner scolding the European Union for their censorship and their nonsense. Well, it's actually not audio. He, he, Well, I don't know if he put a video of this or not. I'm trying to see this. I see it on social media. I don't know if there's a video that accompanies it. But, um, well, we'll see. We'll take a look at this as we continue with the show today. And most importantly, more than anything, the question is, should the government renew Section 702 of the FISA Act, which enables you... To be spied on by your government. That is the big story of the day today. Brought to you by Vanaria Dental. V-A-N-A-R-I-A. VanariaDental.com. My buddy, my friend, Dr. Mike Vanaria. He is the best. Go see him today. You want to see him today for that perfect smile. VanariaDental.com. Coming up, Mark Houck was arrested by the FBI for a, an alleged assault outside an abortion clinic. The jury found him not guilty. But yesterday... Six pro-lifers were found guilty in Nashville, Tennessee, and are facing 11 years in prison as the Biden Department of Justice continues its weaponization against conservatives. We'll talk about that. Don't go away.
2: Rich Scioli, weekday afternoons, 3-7, Talk Radio 1210, WPHT, and on the free Odyssey app.
0: TuneIn is the audio platform with something for everyone news. In order to secure
1: convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively sports.
2: That clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bitch. Music. You set my world on fire. Yes, And even
0: podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here on TuneIn. Go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. Oh, oh.